helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Going to the United States again today, and we've been talking a lot of NFL, but we've got the great game of rugby league. And he's a return guest from about a year ago, uh, Dustin Zera, who is the host of the Rugby League in America podcast. And I love that name for a podcast because it's not trying to be clever. This is what we do. This is what we talk about. Justin joins us now. G'day, uh, Dustin. Uh, good to see you. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, mate. Um, I'm really interested to know what's happened in the in the game of rugby league in America since since we last spoke. I hear you're now on the board. <laughs> yeah, um, it, you know it's been you know it's been a whirlwind of a year. I think um, you know a lot of a lot of big things happening in rugby league in the U.S. You know, up, you know outside of the the obvious uh, elephant in the room, talking about the NRL coming to Las Vegas, which you know, we can chat about, but. You know, I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, we've got a lot, a lot of teams that are starting to play in the domestic competition here across the states. You've got multiple divisions that are starting to happen within within that. And then, yes, as of last week, I was nominated and officially elected to the board of directors for the national governing body for rugby league in the United States. So, um, lots of yeah, lots of excitement. We've got you know national champions and and teams that are that are ready to play and you know the Hawks have you know beat Jamaica and oh, man, we can go on and on and on but um, <laughs> that's probably too much for the amount of time that we have right now. <laughs> it's interesting. Like I remember last time we spoke, you said there were you know two maybe three potential little hotbeds for rugby league, uh, very localized. It sounds like there's a little bit of spread starting to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, what, what we've seen, you know, in the past year or so is, you know, California has kind of emerged as, as this, this very big hotbed. Of course, California is a large state, lots of people, lots of expats as well. Um, but a lot of Americans getting involved in the sport. You know, the uh, in the U.S. Uh, at this particular time, there were kind of two separate, you know, we'll call it competitions. One up in the Northeast uh, with about four teams. And then one called uh, the USARL, which is kind of the, the domestic competition. So you have teams out in, in four teams out in Utah and a couple teams out in California, who for the first time in American history played for a, what we call the, the national championship or the grand final against the winners of uh, the, the traditional conferences of the South and of the uh, Georgia and Florida group that, that was down there. And the team from California actually won the national championship this year. So it was their first year competing in the competition, and they're one of their teams from uh, the the northern region of California in Santa, uh, uh, excuse me, up in the wine country. Um, the Dead Pelicans uh, ended up winning the national championship. Heck of a name, the Dead Pelicans. I saw on, on your podcast website you've got a quite a bit of merch, and I quite like the look of that vintage USA jersey. I do love that. But I saw the Dead Pelican stuff. That's a heck of a name. Yeah, they've got a they've got a pretty pretty unique name, and I think that's kind of the fun thing that we've seen a lot with some of the uh, the rugby league teams. You've got you know teams like the Sacramento Immortals that are starting to play. I just got announced that the uh, the West LA Jackrabbits are coming out. So a lot of you know the Mongol, the Barracudas, you know your non traditional Cowboys or you know Eels or things like that or other you know Hawks. You know, like the national team. Uh, but yeah, we're seeing some fun names that are coming out. Where are the players coming from, Dustin? 
Yeah, right now, I think what we're seeing is kind of a mix, right? You have some, some folks who are expats. You have some folks who uh, maybe, you know, family heritage. And definitely in Utah, there's a big uh, uh, Polynesian influence there, you know, with uh, Brigham Young University. And so you're getting some, some Tongans and some Fijians and uh, some Samoans and, of course, uh, Australia as well. Um, so you see that kind of, you know, large population in, in those areas on the West Coast. And then on the East Coast, Honestly, it, it's a lot of Americans. There's, you know, in, intertwined. There's probably probably a good 70-30 mix of just American football players, American athletes who decided to pick up rugby league and you know really love the sport. So you mentioned the elephant in the room, the NRL taking two games. I think a double header in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh man, we're we're excited. I mean, I, I think. Um, you know, we've seen in the past couple couple of weeks kind of this the really explosion of just the marketing that you know we're trying to help promote from our standpoint for rugby league in America and helping get people out there. But yeah, I mean, we've got you know two two big matches on on one day. You know, who, who wouldn't love to sit inside of you know Allegiant Stadium and, and watch two great NRL matches in a single day? Um, I, I know I'm not going to miss it. It's it, it's cool. Like you're entrenched in rugby league. What about the general sports fan? Like Las Vegas is is a heck of a sporting capital in America. Do you will the general sports fans you know take an interest? Yeah, you know, the ticket sales measuring up. Yeah, I mean, I think from what we saw and what we've kind of seen in reports that have come out from you know various outlets in Australia. Is, I think ticket sales went off uh, pretty quickly. A lot of Australians got into it. I think a lot of people in the U.S., a lot of the, the diehard rugby league fans here, that we're buying tickets, we're going, everybody's going to be out there. And so you saw that number of like 20,000, 21,000, you know, tickets sold, which is, uh, you know, honestly, for rugby league in the U.S., that's, that's a pretty substantial number. Um, you know, it's not, it's not selling out, you know, Allegiant Stadium, but um, I mean, and I think it's going to start growing even more, right? You know, Las Vegas, um, you know, I have friends in Las Vegas, and they're like, "Yeah, day of events, or maybe we'll buy tickets when we get there. Maybe we'll, you know, find people who are giving away." You know, right now, even on our social medias and our website, we've been able to get a 50% coupon code if you want 50% off your ticket through the hotels. We actually have we've been working with some local entities. They've been able to do that, and working with the NRL to help promote the game even more to our football friends who don't know rugby league yet. Manly, that's, that's our goal. Yeah, Manly and South, the Roosters and the Broncos. I mean, they're four big marquee teams from the NRL. A really good opportunity for them too to showcase themselves and a potential really big fan base. Yeah, I mean, I, I you talk about you know teams like the Rabbitohs, and everybody knows Mr. Russell Crowe, you know, owns you know that part of that team, and you know, I think that's one of the big things that people are talking about when they think about these teams. But I think you know we're we're talking about Americans, maybe football fans who've never experienced that. Now they get a chance, you know, like so many of us here in the U.S. have done, is you know pick the team that you like the best. You know, why do you like them? You know, was it colors or whatever? But you, you know, you have four of these you know uh, historical teams that have been successful and strong, passionate you know fan bases that are going to come you know to Las Vegas, and the fans are going to travel. Uh, and I think you're going to find you know a lot more of those you know Rabbitohs and you know the Seals fans and you know some Broncos and Roosters fans you know polling Americans and say hey come root for our team you know be 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 the next big supporters you know for each one of these clubs in the U.S. If I was the Brisbane management, I'd be hitting Denver hard and calling them the sellers oh. of the sister team. Yeah, right. I mean, I I think that that's a that's an easy win. You see teams like. Um, 
you know, I actually believe the Broncos are partnering uh, with the Rams. So there's a couple, when they're training here prior to the event, you know, probably coming up in the next couple of weeks when they when they make their way over here. Um, you know, people, the clubs are partnering with the LA Rams or local entities, you know, training facilities and using them while they're in you know California and getting into Las Vegas. I think even Utah may be hosting for for one of the teams as well before they actually get to Las Vegas. You know, probably on the Wednesday prior to the match. What's your desired outcome once these games have been played in Las Vegas? What's your desired outcome for the game locally? I mean, what we're looking at right now is, you know, the NRL is committed to a five-year plan. You know, so five years, what's it look like? I mean, year one, you know, we want to see just the 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 initial draw, like the initial, like, okay, how many people can we get here? What is the opportunity? The initial excitement. And I think what it needs to do um, for us is it needs to draw that interest from those fans that aren't, that don't know anything about rugby league. You know, if we're going to be on Fox Sports 1, which is one of the, you know, the bigger channels here, you know, what can we do to get people involved locally? You know, wh- whether it be at the stadium or there's activation for, you know, our local clubs that can say, you know, scan this to find a club near you in the U.S. You know, because you're going to have people from, who are traveling around or, hey, people in Vegas, if you're interested and you want to start your own club, here's how you can get in touch with members of the board or so you can get in touch with, you know, the different leagues that are around here. So I think that's a big thing for us. And then obviously, you know, having the NRL be there to support, um, I think this, you know, the combined uh, that they're doing, the nines event that they're doing. But even after that, you know, I want to see the, the NRL be around to kind of help, um, you know, coach us, teach us, you know, uh, provide, you know, coaching clinics, not just, at, you know, out in Vegas, but come along to the East Coast, come to the South and the Northeast, you know, where these hotbeds are to help us grow the game, you know, find locations that are, you know, that don't have anybody yet that we can help grow and, and build teams so that we can continue to grow the sport here in the U.S. We're talking to Dustin Zia, the host of the Rugby League in America podcast. Do go and have a look at his website. There's some very cool merch there as well. Um, last thing, Dustin, with with Manly and South and Roosters and the Broncos and Vegas, I'm interested, what time's the kickoff? Is, is it is it comfortable for your locals to go and watch? <laughs> Yeah, for, so so for the the local time kickoff, um, if it's the Pacific time, so it'll be you know kind of the west west coast of the United States. It's going to be a, a six o'clock kickoff um, or six thirty kickoff, excuse me, for the first match and eight thirty for the second match. You know, so for you know prime time events, you know you're going to be able to have a you know a prime time showcase for the East Coast and for the West Coast. You know, when you get into that later event, it is going to be a little bit later in the evening for those East Coast people. Um, you know, so for us, I think, you know, with the big draw being you know, a lot of followers, a lot of fans on that West Coast, I think it's a good draw for them to help, you know, at least promote the game out there. I think you're, we're also sitting in between a time where you're two weeks after the Super Bowl. And so people are kind of, you know, just, you have a, like we call it the Super Bowl hangover. So there's nothing in between that before our, our college March Madness starts up. And people can start, you know, watching college basketball, which will happen the week after this. So this is kind of a nice position where the NRL finds itself to, you know, reach an optimal target market. I think. And the really cool thing for me is the meaningful games. These these points, these season points on the line. So it's not an exhibition match. They're going to go hell for leather. 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest things, right? We've had exhibition matches here on our on our shores before. You know, we've had you know uh, Leeds, you know Rhinos playing you know teams as well, um, and coming over here and playing US. But this one, it, it means something, right? Like you're not going to bring you know your your second string or your you know your third grade players to come over. I mean, you know the, the big names are going to be over here. You know the Reese Walshes, you know. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, some of those other big players, Don, Danny Terry Evans and people like that, are going to be here playing. So um, I think that's kind of the exciting part that you're getting some of the big names of the NRL in the U.S. Have you got your media pass so you can have a yarn to some of these legends of the game? You know, I'm working on it. I think that the NRL is quite busy right now. Um, we'll, I'll, we'll be there in one form or another. We're going to be covering the Nines event. We're going to be covering the uh, uh, the USA-Canada match, which is going to be the Friday before. So if go- people are going over from, from New Zealand, you can go over and watch both the Nines event on you know Thursday and Friday. And then Friday night, you can go watch the Masters, you know, the, the old lads play and then the U.S. play and then you know, Saturday, go watch you know, a doubleheader of rugby league. Like, how weekend full of rugby league? Who wouldn't love that? Mate, you are fizzing. I can hear it, Dustin. You are absolutely <laughs> fizzing for it. I'd love to catch up with you after the after that weekend of, of the rugby league extravaganza in Las Vegas and just just see what you made of it all. Um, I'd really love to have a chat to you then. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know we're we're happy too. We you know we we love trying to just tell people. I think it's taking rugby league with that American perspective, which people kind of find fascinating. So that's exciting. We'll, we'll keep doing that, and we'll, we'll try to get you one of those uh, 53 replica jerseys that are on our website. So oh, It said sold out. It said sold out. <laughs> but we're, 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 we're taking pre-orders, so we got it. We have to do them in pre-order batches because uh, of, of how our manufacturing works. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Hey, Dustin, great to link up with you again, mate. It's the Rugby League in America podcast. Dustin Zia is the man. Get onto his website, follow him. There's blogs, there's all sorts of stuff. And, um, yeah, enjoy Vegas. It's going to be hard not to. Yep. Cheers, Daffy. Appreciate it, man.